1: 2020 bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Lyle Shelton is the Managing Director of the Australian Christian Lobby and is joining me on the phone now. Welcome Lyle.
0: Yeah thanks Tracy.
1: Well it's been one of those weekends where we've been watching what's unfolded in Ireland of course where uh, homosexuality was against the law right up until 1993, and now, in a referendum, because of the way their constitution is framed, they have voted 62% in favour of legalising same sex marriage.
0: Yes, this has uh, been uh, a very big result uh, a big, resounding yes, endorsing changing the definition of marriage, and uh, it, it really just shows how far our culture has shifted, how far the culture in Ireland. Uh, has shifted in a very short period of time uh, with uh, mainly young people, um, supported by the media, supported by all the political parties, and about $16 million of uh, US outside money uh, has carried this this referendum resoundingly.
1: That's right. And what they're saying is that it's likely that by the end of the year, those marriages will be taking place. It was somewhat disheartening to watch the Catholic Church and its response on the weekend saying that, Basically, by and large, they failed young people because it did seem to be that young people were voting in favour of this issue.
0: Yeah, that's right. Um, The Catholic Church in Ireland has had uh, a massive blow to its moral authority in uh, recent years. Uh, The sex abuse scandals there, um, whilst they've been terrible here in Australia... Uh, have been far worse over there, far more widespread amongst the uh, Catholic uh, orphanages and institutions, and uh, that that has um, scandalised the nation. And I think um, if you couple that with uh, decades of of secularism, uh, the Church's authority has just been eaten away. Uh, The Irish Catholic bishops did a a good job in in, um, expressing publicly why marriage matters, why it's important, but um, the, the truth of that has fallen on deaf ears, unfortunately, to a new generation, which uh, is very much driven by popular culture.
1: And popular culture, too, it would seem, is behind the push here. You heard uh, Rodney Croome come out and say that it was time for change and now it really should uh, be an issue that Australians look at more closely. Of course, Prime Minister Tony Abbott and the opposition leader, Bill Shorten, basically, they're both saying no referendum we could go one step further, though, couldn't we? I mean, there could be a plebiscite for this.
0: Yes, that, that's right, Tracy. And um, I think what the Prime Minister and the opposition leader are saying is probably right. Um, unlike Ireland, as you said in your introduction, um, marriage isn't um, a constitutional issue or its definition isn't necessarily constitutional, um, as it was specifically in Ireland, and that's why they needed a constitutional change. But we could have a plebiscite, and, and we have the mechanism for this, Uh, In Australia to to hold a a national plebiscite which is like a vote where uh, the people could express um, which way they would prefer to go and then that could inform politicians as they then make a final decision in the parliament and uh, I think that's what's needed here. I I, I think that would take a lot of the heat out of the debate in the parliament. Um, This is a very big and momentous change. Um, It's got Massive consequences, despite what the media tell us. It has got huge consequences for the rights of children and for freedom of speech and thought and belief. And something like this should go to the people, uh, at least to give some sort of guidance to parliamentarians.
1: Just to qualify there for, for people that are a little bit in the dark, the difference between a referendum and a plebiscite is that a referendum is binding, a plebiscite is not.
0: That's right, Tracy. yes. Um, and, but a plebiscite can be a very useful guide and um, we have had plebiscites uh, in the past. There was a plebiscite uh, about the national anthem uh, back in the uh, 70s. Um, the ACT jurisdiction had a, a plebiscite about self-government. Um, there's been plenty of precedents for these uh, sort of things in the past.
1: Yes, and because the, the marriage equality group are confident that this is the way society wants to go. A plebiscite would show that, wouldn't it, very clearly?
0: Well, one one would think so, and uh, they claim to have overwhelming public support, and and perhaps they do. Perhaps uh, what we've seen in Ireland is indicative of of what we may see here in Australia. But uh, I guess um, my pushback on all that is we've not had a very mature debate about this issue, and uh, constantly we're told this has nothing to do with children. Uh, Marriage has Everything to do with children. Sure, some marriages uh, don't uh, produce children, and that's, and that's, um, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, there, there's infertility, there's, there's a whole range of issues. Uh, but essentially, the idea of marriage, uh, is that, um, or the idea of the government being involved in marriage is that the next generation can have some sort of, um, link to its mother and father. And, uh, if you change the definition of marriage in law, you are saying, that uh, a child's uh, natural mother or father doesn't matter and that we can socially deconstruct that. Now, I think that's an enormous injustice to children, and um, I think that's where the debate needs to head. And and, um, previous, you know, opinion polling has shown 73% of Australians think a child should, wherever possible, have a mum and a dad. Well, let's start talking about that before we um, rush into changing the definition of marriage and entrenching in law uh, this injustice for children.
1: You know, you mentioned a little bit earlier about the amount of money that was poured into this campaign, some 16 million U.S. dollars. That is a lot of money. Where is that essentially going to come from if we go down the same path in Australia?
0: Well, I think um, if we have a plebiscite here, we should um, have a prohibition on overseas money coming in. Um, I mean, there's huge global corporations uh, and, and um, same-sex activist interests which poured that money into, into Ireland over many years and in the lead-up to the campaign. I think if Australia has a plebiscite, uh, there should be no foreign money. Um, there perhaps should be some public funding, uh, modest public funding uh, of of both the yes and the no campaigns, and that should be equal. And then any other campaign money should be raised um, locally uh, from supporters of, of each of the causes.
1: What's the next step, Lyle, for Christians in Australia wanting to to protect traditional marriage? What should they do now?
0: I think we've really got to wake up. Um, this this issue is reaching out to, um, to to us. It's reaching out to our children. Um, it's uh, it's a massive um, change and we need to start talking about it and advocating for what the real meaning of marriage is and start uh, telling our young people uh, why marriage is important, why its definition is important, uh, why um, changing it would create a situation where uh, you have to provide open access to surrogacy for two men to get babies. Uh, That means egg donors, it means carrier wombs uh, it has a whole bunch of Implication. So we've got to start talking about this, and we've also got to start getting active, talking to our politicians. Um, this is not a time for silence. It's not a time for complacency.
1: It's Lyle Shelton, the managing director of the Australian Christian Lobby. Lyle, thanks again for your time on the phone today. Pleasure, Tracy. Thanks for having us.